Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 45. Not a lot to talk about this week, uh, a lot of work in the shop like normal, off-season stuff, prepping for vacation, looking forward to that for sure, but uh, not, a, not, say not a whole lot to talk about this week. We, we uh, have some requests that uh, when we get our trailer all done to uh, actually maybe do a video tour. Yeah. So uh, that's mm-hmm. something that uh, that's a good idea. Kind of interested in doing for you guys. Making some progress there. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming together. We're way ahead of schedule. Uh, feel really good about it, and just just wish the off season was already over where we had already we where we were already at Volusia. So, but do you really? Yeah, I really do. Oh my goodness! Well, I wish we were at vacation week, but we're. We haven't made it quite yet. One if more I week had to, to go. If I had to choose from vacation week or Volusia week, it would have to be Volusia week. What? Well, not me. I'm ready to go to Mexico. I've already got the bags packed. You just I, tell me when. I know. I've seen the bags in there. She's already <laughs> packed, guys, and ready to go. And Got a lot of stuff happening. Car decals are coming in. Trailer decals. You got some red on the new trailer this weekend, and that looked good. You posted a picture of that. You posted a sneak peek of the car. You sent that to me and told me to post it, and I was waiting to drag it out, and then I'm gone for a minute, and you posted it. Well, you drug your feet too long. Okay. Well, when's the next one coming, then? I'm thinking about once a week. Okay. Okay. Until the first of the year, and then do the big reveal after the first of the year. Right. We got the first mock-up for the new shirts. With the new car on it, and that looks good. Changes. So. Some changes. Tim's doing some changes there, but... Uh, Speaking of, I was wanting to ask the people. So, we usually do black t-shirts as just, I don't know, black is better than white when it comes to dirt track racing. I want to order some white ones this year. Are, are there any other colors you all would like to see? Gray. I would like, like, a red or a blue. I don't know. I would like bl- input. We do black and gray already. But not always. They don't even know what the car is going to look like. Okay. So how could they choose a blue <laughs> or a red? It doesn't matter. Or... I want to know what. How about a green like? shirt? Let's get a green shirt. Negative, negative. A green shirt with hundred dollar bills all over it. Like that swimsuit I have with your face on it? Oh yeah, that was. That <laughs> I'm was... bringing that to Mexico. Oh, I have a swimsuit printed with his face on it that I surprised him with on our family vacation a few years back. Good times. <laughs> she knew where she needed. I just kept telling everybody when she got drunk to. Take me back to this guy. Yep, that's what I said. That's why she wears it. That way she can get back to the right person. That's right. Well, that's it's, that's about what I have on my list of things you've done this week. We've done a lot of things. Thing. Super busy. It's only Tuesday. And we're we're recording this for tomorrow. Right. No guests this week. Um, actually, oh, false. We check in with the chick magnet. Oh, we do? I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Where have you been? Well, I didn't check in with him. You <laughs> yeah, did. I checked in with the chick magnet. Kind of an off day. We've had a couple of people that are pretty close to us pass away. So I actually had to go to a funeral today. That's not Yeah, always, that kind not of zapped always, our day for, for not us. Not always fun to talk about, but uh, really good family friends and uh, they lost their dad. So I had to go do that a little bit. 
And there's just been a lot of craziness going. There's been a lot of deaths, it seems like. There has been a substantial amount of death that's come around us lately, so. I don't think it's us. I think it's in general. Well, for sure, but I know compared to my friends and people I know, it seems like we've been getting a lot of it lately. Or maybe we just know a lot of people. That's that may it be is. it. Yeah. We just when you were younger, think about this. When you were a teenager. Mm-hmm. You didn't never hear about anybody dying. Because you only knew like three people. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's how it works. You get older, you know people, and then... Then everybody dies. <laughs> well, this is a fun episode. <sighs> well, it it could be worse. <laughs> we could be talking about one of our deaths. <laughs> Let's not go there. Okay, okay. So, we're going to check in with the chick magnet. Uh, he just had a few minutes of discussion I guess he wanted to tell me some stuff so I gave him a call and we'll see what he has to say. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel and top quality embroidered hats, jackets and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. We've got the chick magnet, Josh Hegwood, here on the line. Josh, are you there? Yes, I am here. Okay, good deal. We wanted to catch up with Josh. We haven't talked to him in about a month or two. And I know he got some new graphics for his chick magnet motorsports and it lists his team members for the coming year. So, Josh, you want to fill us in on that? Yeah. Um, after the off season, I uh, have um, Aaron Eichel and Gravel on the team. So, I'm ready for preseason to start here soon. Yeah, those should be some good teammates. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're looking for they're, quite a few wins this year, I bet. Yeah, as long as I can go out and knock. Eight wins out of the season. Um, to start the season off, that'll be great. So just have to see what we can do and go from there. Sounds good. So you saw the new schedule come out for 2021. You said you're going to try to make some of those races. What's your plans there? Uh, well, right now it's kind of up in the air, but uh, I'm going to try to get some things figured out here soon. But, yeah, like you said, the schedule just came out, and I'm going to get some things figured out here here soon. So, um, either way, I'll be ready to go for a season. Good deal. What are you doing um, on the off-season to keep yourself busy? Um, well, right now, um, not doing much. I just got back from North Dakota. I was in North Dakota for a few days last week with family, so I'm back back in town and seeing out with family and just some other stuff. But other than that, I'm doing good. Good deal. I saw on the Internet the other day you got a little package from Santa Claus. Are you looking for him forward to him coming this year? I am ready. Yep. What'd you ask for? Um, I asked for a lot of stuff. I still need to get my I still need to get my list out to him. Well, you better start working on that. You're running out of time. I already got it saved on my phone, but I just need to get it out to him. So. Well, that's a good deal. It'll be a good holiday season, I think. We're all looking forward to yeah. that. Yeah, I am ready for Christmas. So. I got um, enough time to get stuff done before that happens, so. Good. Are there any um, tracks in the coming year that you're looking forward to going to? Um, There's a lot of them, actually. I haven't really been to um, 
you know, the Cannes, Vegas, and other other places. But so yeah, it'll be interesting to see if everything opens up and we're able to travel like the schedule says that we should. Um, I have a feeling right. there's going to be changes made along the way. Yeah. But if we learned no. anything this year, we can we can make changes and adapt and overcome. That's not a big deal. We can handle it. All right. Well, it's always good to chat with you, Josh. And if you've got any more updates, you just let us know. Okay. All right. Have a Merry Christmas. All right. You too. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. Good to hear from Josh. He's always a hoot. Yeah, he's been sending out his group text that he has all these plans up in the air and he's ready to go and he needs he needs an interview and so I, I get everything lined up and then there we are. So I think a, everything's still in process. He's he, still working at it. He sent me a message last week and said, <laughs> hey boss, can somebody pick me up at the airport in Page, Texas? And I said, Josh, you got a private jet or something going on? Because there's no big airport in Page, Texas. Oh, let me get back with you on that, he said. He was just thinking it through. He's making a plan. He's got to run it by, run it by the people. Yeah, whatever. He's getting it done. He's excited about Christmas, though, so that's that's good. I know he really likes it when uh, Santa Claus comes, so. Well, (laughs) me too. Good for him. Okay, you want a question of the week? Sure, why not? Okay, this week, Matt from PA asked, when you're racing and you get into another competitor, intentionally or not, do you usually apologize? Also, does it matter if they apologize to you? Well, if I did it intentionally, I'm probably not apologizing. <laughs> but intentionally doesn't happen often. Right. It really doesn't. We all have a, 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 a lot of respect for each other on the track. And there's times that uh, it's happened, for sure. You know, you get emotional and let your emotions take over and you do stupid stuff. But... For the most part, these race cars are super dangerous, and uh, I think there's a, I don't know if it's a driver code or a man code or... Respect, yeah. It's uh, just there's a lot of respect when it comes to, you know, those kind of things and retaliation and all that. But, yeah, if I, uh, well, one thing comes to mind. Volusia last year, uh, I got into Jason Sides, and he took a pretty nasty ride. It was my fault. Uh, I didn't. I didn't expect him to do what he did, and I drove in there pretty hard and punted him actually. And he took a hell of a ride. And Jason's a good friend of mine, so I had to get out of the car as soon as I could, get over to him, make sure he was all right. And you know, uh, I, I feel like that when you make those mistakes, if you if you don't have broad enough shoulders to go over and apologize, then you're not much of a man. Because uh, with this sport, we all make mistakes, and um, you know, I feel like I, you know, if uh, somebody does me wrong and or does something, you know, I feel like if if they could get it over, you know, it's easier for them just to come say, hey, "Man, I made a mistake. I'm sorry," and then it's over with. Right. So, you know, I'm that guy that if I feel like I do something wrong, uh, I definitely want to, you know, get it out in the open and get it over with. 
So with you saying your opinion on that, do you find it better to apologize within the same night? Or is that just kind of on a case-by-case basis? If the other guy's kind of hot, you wait and say I something? Or I, I think it's, is it kind of like right away? For me, it's one of those deals. If, you ha- if it happens, uh, you know, I've been in that situation many times where I've made a mistake and just went down and said, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that or whatever. And, and you know, for the most, time, for the most part... It's well-received. Yes. Sometimes it's not. But. Yeah, sometimes not. You know, they're hot and they MF you or whatever, and you just MF them back and walk away, and then <laughs> in a day or two it blows over. But right. for the most part, you know, respect goes a long way when you can come over, you know, in anything, with race car driving or, you know, just at home. If you make a mistake, you say, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry goes a long way in life, period. Right. If you can own up to your mistakes. I agree with that. Okay. I thought that was a great question, Matt. Thank you for that. If you'll send me an email at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com, I'd be happy to send you some goodies. I have my question of the week, and it's kind of interesting. So, if your crew chief put a super secret illegal part on your car that made you way faster, first thing, if you had a crew chief, would you want to know about it? Mm. It's a, that's a tricky question uh, because if it was something super sneaky and made it super fast uh, and I would just plead the fifth. So I, you wouldn't want to know or if you no, would want to know? About, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, uh, or would you just, I mean, if it was just blatant cheating, uh, I wouldn't really want to do it. But if you're right. just pushing the rules to the max, and, you know, it's kind of a gray area there if it's illegal or not, then uh, just play, I just played the fifth because that's what this racing is about. You know, you try to push the rules to every limit you can, but we got a lot of rules now, and it's hard to, uh, to get an advantage, period. So, honestly, uh, I'd just say I'd plead the fifth till we got caught. I don't know. <laughs> But it says if you had a crew chief that did it. So you're just, just assuming you're just driving. And well, I've drove for some teams uh, throughout the years that I feel like that we had some illegal parts at time that I didn't really know if we did or not. But the uh, one thing stands or stands out is there was a time that our car was super, super fast. And I'm not going to say which team, but our car was super, super fast. And I didn't have anything to do with it. All I did was drive. And it was you know, going to these, I don't know how you want to say it, but local tracks or podunk tracks here and there. And our car was like a rocket ship and it wasn't like the competition level was lower or anything because all the same guys, but then you'd go to Knoxville and the car would be slow. Hmm. So, you know, you think they might've been doing something. Knoxville's texts a lot more than right. most. So I don't know if there was times that some of the teams I drive for maybe had fuel run, you know, run illegal fuel or, Maybe an illegal engine, or I, I really don't know. But because, you didn't know. No, but and I, you didn't there were times I felt like something's not right here. This thing runs really good. But you don't ask if you don't know. <clears throat> but I was just a driver. <laughs> I was just hired on, and if uh, I always told every car owner I ever drove for, if I win a race and your car's illegal, mm-hmm. you're paying me because I'm here to race your car that's within the rules. Right. And if your car's not within the rules and I win the race, I still get paid. It's not my fault. Right. So, so along the same lines, have you ever been in a circumstance or a situation where you were found illegal and you weren't aware of it? Yes. 
Really? Yes. And so do those rules apply? I still get paid? I want to race. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't want to bring up the car owners. Right, right, right. No, no. We're not here to throw anybody on But I want to race in Texas. And we, they were, they were checking, they are pumping the motor and checking the stacks because the stacks are supposed to be a certain two and three sixteenth stack or a reducer. You had to have one or the other. Mm -hmm. And it didn't have two and three sixteenths injection. It had like two and seven sixteenths or two and five eighths or whatever the number was. I can't remember. But... So the stacks would have to have restrictors in it. And I looked in there as we were doing all that, and the tech guy wasn't even there yet. And you already knew it was illegal. And I looked in the stack, and I could tell, and I said, oh, that thing's illegal. These guys are going to get busted, you know, mm-hmm. and they're going to. But I'd already told them that, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd always told every car owner that. And uh, so I just walked away because it wasn't my deal. Mm-hmm. But I looked at the stacks and seen they were illegal. And I walked away. Because I wasn't going to get in the middle of it. And uh, next thing you know, lo and behold, the tech guy showed up. And so when the tech guy came out, and he was looking everything over. And then he walked away. He said, you guys are good. Walked away. And I was like, what, what? the hell? <laughs> so I walked over there. That was a completely different set of stacks. So I don't know if they switched them out <laughs> oh. or what they did. But I was like, those stacks. I was thinking to myself, those are not the stacks that were, that were here a while ago. But whatever, wasn't my deal. So. Oh, that's an interesting story. But that was that did happen. Okay. Oh. Okay. And there's been cool. other things. I mean, like there. And I, I, I you know, I'll snitch myself. I'll snitch myself off on this. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> it's not been that long ago when uh, I won East Bay. We needed a right retire. And again, I'm not going to say who it is, but we needed a right rear tire quickly, and uh, we wouldn't buy them out of the we wouldn't buy them from the tire truck there for some reason. I don't remember the reason, but we needed a right rear tire, so I sent slipped down to another competitor that I'd got stuff from, and he you know we trade out stuff and this that and the other. He'd give me a tire, I'd give him a tire. Anyway, he was busy working on his car and told Slip said just jump up top there. There's a right rear tire up on top of the trailer. Slippy got the right rear tire down, brought it down the, the to the trailer, mounted it, grooved it, siped it, had it ready for the feature, and the car owner come running down there and said, "Hey, I need that tire back. I gotta have it." And I was like, "Dude, we're it's it's already mounted and grooved and siped. He's done spent thirty forty five minutes on it, and it's sized and the left we've already mounted the left rear to match it, and blah blah blah." And the feature was like maybe 10 minutes away mm-hmm. and he's like i gotta have that tire back when i gotta have it back and i go wow what's going on what's the deal with it you know and he didn't want to tell me but he said that tire's been doped and i was like well i'm not giving it back now because it's we're ready to go and we won east bay and they didn't check the tires nope <gasps> breaking news but it wasn't my deal cheater like, cheater but i mean <laughs> It was, I didn't dope it. I didn't. It wasn't intentional on your no, part. It was not. It was not. I had no idea until wow. it was already on the car and it was ready to go and Whew. it was doped and he was panicking because he wanted it back. <laughs> and I was like, well, you're not getting it back now, bud. We're your, it's mounted and cut and siped and we don't have time to mount another one and get ready. So had you got caught with it, would you have been like, hey, I got that tire from this guy. He's the one who did it, not I, me. You know, I really wasn't worried about it because I don't think they were ever going to check tire for tire dope there. I wasn't really worried about it. They probably are now after they hear this. Well, I don't care because I don't <laughs> dope tires. Right. 
I know. So. Wow. Thanks for that fun story. I didn't know we were going to get that. Well, you, I mean, we got a slow episode here, so might as well. Any any other fun stories before oh, we no, wrap we, one it of up? These, maybe that's some stuff that some guys can ask us or whatever. You know, other questions about this, that, and the other of of uh, illegal parts. And like I say, there's been a lot of parts that we've, you know, I, I've manufactured some stuff that was pushing the issue, but it was legal by the rule book. And But the rule book isn't, I mean, I the way I understand it is just because it doesn't say it's illegal doesn't mean it's legal. Right? Well, I mean, I know that's how you want in, to read it. but It's all interpreted, you know, if you... Right, but shouldn't you ask, or that's kind of like the gray area, like, it's not illegal until they expressively say it's illegal. Well, that's true. Really, the only thing, I mean, there, I, I don't say there's been a lot of stuff, because it's just hard to build illegal parts or anything anymore, because there's so many rules, you know, the cars are, the wall, uh, the wall thickness of the tubing in the cars, and this, that, and the other, and they check all that stuff, and there's no doubt that the that the thinner wall cars were better race cars. They drove better. They were f more flex in them, and they worked better. But, but not safe, right? But you can't build them anymore. And I think they were safe. I don't know why, uh, you know, they're just trying to make make racing safer. You know? No, you so, can't fault them for that. So they made a lot of changes there. But uh, it's been, a, uh, I don't know, quite a quite a few years ago, and I'll, I'll tell one more story so we, since it's a short episode. But we were... Running Knoxville every week and with dish wings, and they made a rule that you had to run a flat wing, which we're all on flat wings now. And, it, you know, 360s, you still got to run some, you can still run dish wings, but uh, you had to run flat wing. Well, we put a flat wing on our car and it really screwed up our balance, and I was no good for a few weeks there and couldn't figure out what I was going to do because it was a rule you had to run flat wing now. So, uh, I actually went to the wing shop, spent a few days in the wing shop, and I built a flat wing that the inner structure was a dish wing. And at speed, the, it would flex. The top sheet of the aluminum would flex down to the what to the uh, inner structure that was dished. It had rivets and everything. It looked like it was riveted. So unless you like went up there and pushed it down, you wouldn't yeah, if know. Yeah, if you pushed it down, that's when it went down. Mm -hmm. When the air got The aluminum, it. you know, that's only 16 thousandths. Mm -hmm. That sheet metal, this aluminum is only 16 thousandths. So at speed, that wing, that wing would actually concave and make a dish wing. When was at this? At speed. Yeah, I'm going to say early, oh, probably 13, 14, 12, 13, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And... It was, I mean, it, you could not tell. If you put a straight edge on it. What about it photos? Was, in a photo, we seen some photos and it was pretty wrinkled up. But it didn't matter because the rule says it has to be flat. And it was flat. <laughs> and But the problem was we were worried about it falling apart. After, because what happened was after about three races, that aluminum got stretched so much that it wasn't flat anymore. Right. And then we seen some pictures of it, and it was really goofy and looked like it might was going to rip apart. So that was a one and done. I think we ran that thing like two or three nights, and then... Well, that's a kind of fun experiment. Then we had the... But it helped. It fixed my race car. We I think we actually won some races that way, but uh, you just couldn't do that, and, and, and it was just going to be so expensive, you know, to... Replace the wing every, every few two, races. Every two or three yeah. races, or reskin yeah. it or whatever, so... 
that was something that was my deal. That was something that I did, and Russell was completely against it, but I had to do something. I was starving to death because we were stinking right off the bat with those flat wings, but worked on it and got it better, and but at some point, I mean, and I don't feel like it was cheating. Well, it was like bending the rules, I guess. That's the name and, of the game, and yeah. Because the, the wing was flat. <laughs> until until, <you> <laughs> until going, it wasn't. Until you got going 90 miles an hour, and then it was a dish wing. And then, I'd like to see how <clears> they <throat> have to word that rule after they found out. Well, I don't know, think anyone ever found out. Well, I know, but now they're probably going to be like, just, how do we put a rule in there that says... We just scratched that because we thought it was, it was unsafe. Not good in the long haul. Okay, well, I just thought of what I was going to name this episode because I was at a loss, and it's going to be story time with Wayne. She told me some good stories this week, so good for that. Well, if you're done with story time, I guess I will go into my end of the episode spiel. Well, I'm not going to give any more of my you got to save them. Tricks of the trades. Oh, yeah, you will. There's a lot of stuff. Guys, we could pull to, them out of you. We yeah. could talk and go on and on. And that's and the on, point of the podcast, dear. So, keep sending questions because then we get these fun stories. Yeah, I mean, I just can't think about all this stuff all the time, but if somebody comes up with something just like you came up with that, that was that worked out good. Okay, good deal. So, end of the episode rundown. Let's talk about reviews. We are at 87. And I thought you told me 91. 92 on, on all platforms, which I'm specifically looking at Apple Podcasts. So 92 slash 87. If we get to 100 on all platforms, I'll pull from there too. So it doesn't matter. So I'm going to read a review real quick. Sounds like you're cheating people. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, TDU Tim said... He's a Craig fan. He said, being a fan of Craig and Kinzer Racing, I found your podcast by searching the Kinzer name, and now I'm a fan of your podcast. As the 2020 season just finished, I'm going to start from your first episode and work my way to the last. Keep up the good work. Awesome. Was it Tim? Tim, yeah. That was, you know, that was like pulling teeth. Craig's a hard interview, man. I mean, we had, you know, we've done a lot of stuff together and talked to, and hung out, and, you know, we hang out a lot at the track. We talk a lot about things, and. You know, I bounce ideas off of him and vice versa and Mikey and we all talk. But, <clears throat> man, when, when the record button went on, it was like, come on, Craig. Come on, what is, <laughs> come on, Craig. I'm trying to get him to say well, something. Well, and maybe you're not the best interviewer. Well, I'm definitely not. And I'm, it's difficult to do interviews on the telephone, too. I, we should probably figure out how to do it over Zoom or something so you can see each other. But it was a good episode. I liked it. No, I love Craig. He's a great kid. We've, uh, you know, been around each other a really long time and... I say this all the time growing up, you know, Steve Kinzer was my hero and, and, uh, you know, just to, when Craig's around, Steve's around some, so I get to chat with him and, uh, just cool. cool You're just time. living the dream. Living the dream. Just living the dream. Okay. Don't forget with these reviews, we are giving away a crew shirt when we hit 100 and 100 across all. I'm fine with that. Um, so we're almost there. We're give, a, that would be fun. We're, we're, we're going to give the crew shirt away, but it's $95 free. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, only if we have to ship international. That was a joke, yeah. guys. That was a joke. Kidding. It's free. And I'll put a bunch of goodies in with it. I only have a few uh, shirts left at all from the 2020 season, and they're listed on the website, waynejohnson2c.com. So you better snag those up because those new ones are going to go up at the first of the year. And once these are gone, they are gone. 
Um, like always, you can follow along our adventures, not that we've had many lately, but you can follow along on social media, Wayne Johnson Racing on Facebook, Instagram. You can always call the voicemail line and ask us questions or text us at 405-362-0620. And that's all I've got for this week. Well, until next week, I guess, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.